So when it comes to doing digital, Gardner analyst Mark Raschino says that companies tend to be, now let me get this right, IS, a bunch of wusses. Ouch. Hi, I'm Scott Smith for Gartner ThinkCast, and I've known Mark Raschino a long time. That's usually not something he'd say in an interview. But while he acknowledges that we're all doing digital in some way, Mark says we're really not pursuing it with the fervor that we should be. I finally got to talk with Mark after all these years in person as we crossed paths at Gartner Symposium IT Expo 2017 in Orlando. Mark's message was simple. With digital, you need to go bigger. So let us go to my conversation with Mark, which we recorded in the one-on-one meeting tent at Symposium. All right. It's a pleasure now, after I must say a couple years of trying to do this in person, we have Gardner analyst Mark Reschino, who many of you will recognize usually from our phone conversations. Mark is based over in our UK office, but we are standing here watching the rain come down and down and down in buckets at Gardner Symposium IT Expo in Orlando. Mark, first of all, thank you for joining us live and in, in person. It's nice to speak to you and to see your face, Scott, it really is. <laughs> yes, we're two voices passing in the night yeah, usually. Exactly right. And usually about this time, Mark is wrapping up his day as we talk and mine is getting going, but we're now on the same time schedule. So let's find out how much on the same page we've been with clients. We had some great keynote presentations. What are you hearing from attendees about what matters most to them this week? Uh, we've been doing a lot of work around digital business, and I think people have been getting to that next stage. So in one of my sessions, I asked a whole audience, a very big audience in one of the largest rooms, uh, please put your hand up if you don't have a digital initiative in your company. And nobody raised their hands, which is kind of how we diagnose the situation. around Everybody's started their digital initiative. Now they're getting into the making it bigger, the scaling issues. So we raised that on our keynote, and I think we really hit the the sweet spot on that. It's like, I'm getting now into the making this bigger, making this practical, driving it through. And that's not just technical issues and technology issues. There certainly is platform issues, stuff like that. But it's a lot of social issues taking place inside the organization, political issues, process development issues. So they're beginning to get into the tough managerial stuff of scaling out and scaling up what their digital business initiatives are really going to do. Because once it's a little thing in a corner of the office, everyone goes, pats it on the head, and they say, you know, yeah, I like the pet little innovation in the corner, and I love it. Once the pet starts to grow up, you know, starts to growl a bit and starts to kind of run around the office and bite people, they start to get pretty antsy with that. They see the innovation as a threat. They see digital change as a threat. And then they starve it of resources or whatever. So you've really got this kind of... Um, process, politics, scaling kind of issues coming up again. And there's all kinds of angles on that from different kinds of situations. What's happening is government is different than what's happening in small business, family-held businesses I've spoken to. They have like a different set of issues about when's the right time to talk to the rest of the family. Others are trying to say, I don't know who's in charge here in a larger corporate. It doesn't matter how it manifests, it's all the same thing. It's like, who's going to allow or enable this digital business thing to get to be a big part? So when you say the hands didn't go up, is it, and as you mentioned, some of it's in part, they don't want to kind of put their neck out there or alert, but is some of it though, as Gartner has been saying, it's so ingrained with the future of the business that they're not even aware sometimes that it's a digital initiative? Yeah, no, they're all saying we've got a digital initiative. No one will put their hand up and say, we do not have a digital initiative, but they've now got to drive that. 
right? And so for a lot of our CIO clients, the driving of the digital initiative is it's multifaceted. It's not just about the technology, which is their responsibility. It's about driving change in other areas. Let's take talent, for example. Nice. They suddenly start to hit a wall because they can't get the talent. But it's not just the technical talent. It might be talent in the marketing department or in the product development department that needs to link. You know, the digital could be a product thing that links back into the cloud, but the product development people aren't very digital. So now you've got a conversation that has to go, CIO has to work with CHRO and influence and scale to allow the talent to be brought in and the, you know, how do we go and seek those people? How do we incentivize those people to come to us? How do we present uh, a brand that kids want to come and join, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then you think from the CIO's point of view, the CIO as a leader amongst the leaders now has to reach out to operations and do some convincing, has to work with the finance, the CFO and say, look, the way we manage project portfolios, the artificially difficult process we put at the front is suppressing innovation. We need to do our portfolio management differently. Our internal rates of return might be different for the high risk projects we need. And you go around the table and every C-level executive needs to get engaged and involved. Everyone has challenge to their thought patterns necessary for them to move to a digital business kind of profile. And the CIO is now realizing that they have to be a leader amongst leaders who's going to go and do some education and persuasion and collaboration to get all of those others on board. And that, I think, leaves them a little shell-shocked as they realize just how big the ask is of them, right? They're no longer just the IT guy who's told what to build. They are supposed to now be the leader who's saying, what the company should be building and what everybody else's role would be in that. And that's a very big pivot or a flip in their role. And I think we've been working through aspects of that all week in our management conversations with these senior clients. Well, let me ask you a two-part question based on that. Mm. Uh, you not only focus on the CIO, but also the CEO. First of all, as you mentioned, it's coming out of that comfort zone of technology. A lot of this is cultural, political, evangelical mm -hmm. first part are the CIOs equipped to handle that expanded role and second do the CEOs and the other C-level leaders view them in that role beyond technology as a truly strategic business partner so they know that something needs to be done the chief executives they often don't know exactly what that thing is right so we've got evidence for our surveys that you know which I was presenting here there's about 46% of CEOs agree that they're experiencing increasing broad pressure to do more about digital business. So it's coming from the outside as they see their industries shift, but often shaping what that is. You know, what is digital for us is quite a big problem. Uh, they know that there are probable gaps between the offer that they're making to the market today or the role that they perform in a value chain. They know that that will change and it's going to feel like technology makes things possible that they're not doing today, but a lot of times that's kind of only partially visible to them or iceberg type stuff. They see bits of iceberg, they don't really know what's underneath. So they're looking for people to be able to scope that out, explain what it really is, sort out fluff from stuff that matters because there's a lot of, you know, digital silliness and superficial ideas from the stuff of substance. As they get closer to the stuff of substance, then they're realizing that they've got to do a transformation project. So one of the key words that has been around here a lot this week, Scott, is transformation. To be honest with you, I will say kind of maddens us, the analysts, a fair bit, because we're um, 
Mm. You know, we're used to people diluting and polluting the word transformation. You know? yeah, we're doing a transformation, and when you talk to them what they're really doing, you're saying, really, you call that a transformation, you know? You know, the introduction of autonomous cars in Uber-like models with 90% utilization, but far fewer of them manufactured, that's going to be the future of the car industry. And you're going to have to transform yourself to participate. That would be an appropriate use of the transformation. But we're getting a lot of this kind of superficial digital. So I think there's some irritation now creeping in, as we'd expect to see in the CEOs, that what people have brought to them is not really it. But because it is so unusual, whatever it is, they can't quite put their finger on it. And another thing that really happens with them is their language often is missing, right? So their vocab's not great. So they're not very good at expressing some of the things they mean. And then that leads to more frustration because they're misheard or misread. And as leaders, sometimes I think that they feel exposed when they are inarticulate. So we are now getting chief executives of banks or whatever starting to say things out loud about machine learning or blockchain. And honestly, you wonder, you know, they're hearing these words and needing to repeat these words because they know there's some kind of there there, but they're scrabbling. They know they're on very thin ice. They don't feel very comfortable or confident. And so everyone's kind of groping forward and trying to help each other, but that can lead to some squabbles and some, you know, some family fights along the way, right? So let me give you one last question because I know we are in the one-on-one tent where the analysts meet with the individual attendees. You are on your way to a session. We are also on the final day, though, of the Orlando event, meaning our attendees are on their way back to their regular day jobs. And so what is the advice you find yourself most commonly giving them what they're going to be doing, they need to do Monday morning to make this shift? Right. Well, in one way or another, I was going to be politically incorrect and say man up. But um, I did actually call out rather too loudly in my presentations that uh, some of the internal monologues and stuff going on in their own minds that's holding them back. And I called out, a room full of CIOs. I called them wusses. <laughs> and I was very careful to say, but, you know, at the beginning of the presentation, you may not like me for this presentation, but I'm telling you the truth you need to hear. A lot of times I think they have a... They're sitting in false security. They think that by not sticking their necks out too far, they will be safe. But in fact, I think for a lot of CIOs right now, carrying on with the normal and carrying on with relatively low rates of innovation or breakthrough trying to please everybody that what sometimes people refer to as the peanut butter thing right where you spread the budget really thinly across so you keep everybody happy that's more dangerous the inaction is more dangerous than the action so getting them to that point of recognition that they have to be bolder both for themselves and their own careers but also for their organizations that's the thing i'm kind of getting back to again and again right They've got to stick their necks out just one bit further. That might be in their initial innovations around digital, or it might be moving to the next stage of really scaling it up. Despite the political threats and the blowback that might have, it's still the right thing to do and the better path for most of them. Because their CEOs are looking at the CIOs and saying, I need you to be a digital business leader. And as my colleague Graham Waller says in one of his presentation titles, you know, it's uh, fire yourself as CIO, hire yourself as a digital business leader. And that's a good articulation of what we've been repeating in many kinds of ways here today. And I'd take that one back. Well, Mark, thank you for a uh, quick and strong dose of uh, CIO medicine, as it were. (laughs) It's very nice to be here again talking with you, Scott. 
Mark Raskino is a vice president and research fellow in Gartner's CEO and digital business leadership research group. I talked with him in the one-on-one meeting tent at Gartner Symposium IT Expo 2017 in Orlando. You can hear more of my conversations with Mark, as well as dozens of his fellow analysts, on the Gartner ThinkCast page at gartner.com slash podcasts. And set aside some time for a Gartner webinar, which you'll find a wide range of choices at gartner.com slash webinars. For Gartner ThinkCast, I'm Scott Smith. Thanks for listening.